before this episode of the horror show starts gotta thank our sponsors roseanne miller that's actually my mom <laughs> so probably nick miller also because he's actually listens and that's my dad uh dylan bartizol bartizol uh tracy hansen nick kirk and sydney paradise thank you guys so much they donated over at patreon.com slash i hate horror and we appreciate all of your guys donations we really really do um we've got some bonus content coming out to uh this is sunday so probably tonight um joe recorded some stuff sent it over to me so i'm gonna put that stuff up um and then what else do we have to say not a lot i guess i feel like i feel like i had some things i wanted to say um about <laughs> cellar dweller i don't know well anyway guys i just want to thank you all so much for your support um as usual and uh you know things i'm going through um a pretty complicated it's not bad just complicated uh point in my life right now and um so i'm i'm like insanely busy i'm dealing with a lot of stuff a lot of stress and um so thank you all so much and um, for your patience. I know it's taken me a little while to get back to everyone, but I am trying as hard as I can. Um, it's probably going to be like this for a few months, um, probably two or three months is my guess. No, nah, probably less than that, like two months. And then, um, yeah, so that'll be it. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back to normal. I mean, it's not not normal now. So, all right, you know what? I'm going to stop talking. So, guys, enjoy Cellar Dweller. Just sitting around watching horror movies all fucking day. Okay, I stopped paying attention in class. I was thinking about the adventures of Ash, about the misfortune of sending kids to Crystal Lake. Became addicted straight away with the initial tape. God bless Betamax. VHS, holy like Amanda Kruger. I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper. I started craving more just like Larry the Looter. I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers. Throw computers, magazines, a bunch of stores. Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more. I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards five times a day or even more. I loved the gore. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the horror show. Show it dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of our, all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Man, me and Joe are over here laughing at uh, like low tier rapper <laughs> IG stories. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's my life. It's the best. Joe got me into this life. Joe brought me into this <laughs> life. Joe's my OG. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a little G, but uh, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. It, it honestly brings me such. I couldn't joy. imagine living without it. I can't now. <laughs> honestly, I can't. I can't. Um, and it makes me hate Twitter even more. Twitter is. Uh, it makes me hate it's the Twitter. worst because it brings me these IG stories. Bring me so much joy. Yeah, dude, Instagram <laughs> is the most superior fucking Flat platform. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, but we got something. Speaking of amazing, you won't find that here. Dude, so we're doing Cellar Dweller. Cellar Dweller, 1988. Brought to you by uh, Stephen, what's his name? Webb. Stephen Webb. Stevie Webb. From London. A friend from London. Did you read people's reviews on like Letterboxd of Cellar Dweller? No. It is loved. Really? Loved. Like I, I didn't see... Many reviews less than like four stars. What? <laughs> yeah, man. Are you like this serious? is so much fun? Uh, this is like oh my a god, gem. Like what? Yeah, this is mind blowing to me. I had so little fun watching this. I agree. I wonder if Stevie likes it. He must like it to an extent, but no, it's bad. That's usually what sure. people recommend I mean, these. Listen, 
I can get, especially if you're like younger when you, you saw, saw this, when you were younger, like Rumpelstiltskin, because it's, it's like the same type of type of movie. Except Rumpelstiltskin is twenty times funnier. Because I don't, I don't think there's a joke in this movie. Um, yeah, but but most of these people that I was reading the reviews because this didn't get released yes. recently, like restored and released yeah, yeah. recently, so they're seeing it for the first time, like as an adult or like a couple years ago. Yeah, I can't understand. And my yeah, and I have a major problem with the thing. Yeah, you're right because if you saw this when you were a little bit younger, uh, this you, is you'd, an over, you'd overlook the you'd overlook the 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 story and the 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 main background. Yeah, yeah. And to me, that's where I had my biggest problem. I was so bored. It's with, boring. With watching rich Dude, art students fight. It's an episode of uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. But it's, and, and it's not even that much longer than an actual episode no. of Are You Afraid of the Dark? No. But that's why Are You Afraid of the Dark works, because they just keep it half an hour. <laughs> and they don't have art students arguing and talking. Like The art student thing, this takes place in an art colony they yeah, call it yeah. i don't know what it is exactly to be honest with you it's a fucking cabin full of art students it is so insufferable because it's not just them arguing the main plot all of the conflicts in this are like she's mad at me because i took her spot in the art gallery and i got more grants than her and i was like i don't give a fuck it is like about you any- took my portfolio yeah it was insane. It was so fucking it, it honestly made me nuts. It made me mental. It made me mental. And and another big point of the whole thing is this one girl likes drawing comics and everyone's like like art. you know what? Like I get that comic book art is still art. I understand and that. But she must she also has to understand that you are in an art camp full of weirdo artists. I agree with that, but then also at the same time, they're in the house. Of the comic guy that she's inspired by, and they're all like, "Why are we like? Why, why are you, you like comics? Like, what are you doing?" You're totally right. You're totally right. It's none of it makes sense, and it's uh made by written by fucking Don Mancini. Yeah, Chuck Child's play. Yeah, this is his first movie, um, and uh, the only movie. This came out the same year as the first Child's play. Uh, 88? Yeah. No, did it come out the same year? I think that's the same year. Oh. I mean, I could use it to sound smart. I, I could have looked it up before. Um, but, uh. but it's the first and only movie released before Child's Play. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only one that was not Chucky before Child's Play, obviously. Um, starring Yvonne yeah. DiCarlo as Lily Munster. Or no, 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 no. She is Lily Munster. AKA <laughs> yeah. Lily Munster. Uh, Jeffrey Combs. I wish she was starring as Lily That would be awesome. Um, Jeffrey Combs. Yep. Is in it very briefly. Very briefly. <laughs> oh, but he acts his yeah, ass off. He does. He does. Uh, I would I would sum this up as um, if Suspiria was made in the 80s. Already disagree. Too nice. And, and instead of a ballet academy, it took place in a cabin that claimed they were an art institute with Mrs. Munster running it. Okay. <laughs> End it terrible. I would describe this as uh, the scene in the tent of Will Creek with a fucking stupid-looking monster. Oh, my God. And the concept doesn't even... There's no... The, the concept is so bad at the end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just remembered the ending, and I got, like, really depressed. Because <laughs> I remember watching it thinking, no. 
No, not like this. <laughs> Don't end it like this. Oh, you're talking about the white? Yeah, everything. Everything about the ending is just so... <laughs> I take it back. I did laugh at that part. <laughs> I don't think I was meant to. But no, absolutely hard. not. Um, there is one good kill. The head? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we open up with comic book artist Jeffrey Combs. Mm-hmm. Um. He's wearing the largest lab jacket ever. I guess it's the 50s. They don't tell you that, but the synopsis tells you that. It's the 1950s. This artist is drawing a big-ass monster, and uh, as we as he draws it, we see it, we see it come into life in live action. A big-ass monster just manhandling a woman. Do you think the monster looks cool? No. <laughs> oh, it looks so dumb. Because it has no neck, so it's just this head. Wait, are these guys involved with the original troll movie? I don't know, but they look very Because you, you, you've seen the original troll yes. movie, right? There's a scene with like a huge troll at the very end. He's only in it for like 30 seconds. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same monster. It might Hold be. Hold on. I got to see if they're related. That's all I ever thought about whenever I saw the Cellar Dweller image was the guy, the troll movie. That movie sucks. Yeah. Troll. Yeah. <laughs> really fucking <It> sucks. <laughs> um the artist, this artist, Jeffrey Combs, is like, hmm, what should I have him say? And then pulls out this, like, satanic Bible. Same, same director as Troll. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, this is fascinating. We may have... Yeah, Troll came out first. And then he was like, let me make a bigger pile of shit. And, and yeah, 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 he did. And then he directed uh, Friday the 13th, New Blood. And he was like... That was a little bit better, so I might as well go direct Ghoulies Go to College. Yes! Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's like, not enough puppets. (laughs) Yeah. Can we get this guy on the show? If we can't, then... Yeah, we definitely can. We should probably stop doing the show. (laughs) Wow. Actually, we really should have him on the show. Have we done New Blood on the show? No, but I would do Troll. I would do Troll in a heartbeat. I would do Troll and New Blood and then have this guy on. Yeah. <laughs> and make him watch us let's, 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 shit all over his legs. <laughs> he just sits in the corner. <laughs> With a dunce cap. What a stupid idiot. <laughs> and live stream him. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. Um, so he pulls out this evil Bible for no reason. And he's like, oh, I'm going to pull my dialogue from this. <laughs> And he recites some bullshit out of it out loud, and uh, the comic panels come to life. Mm-hmm. Monster comes to life, and uh, we get some Grizzly 2-level effects in this. We just see a big old hand clearly on a paddle just swiping at Jeffrey Combs, yep. who runs away uh, to grab an axe, just like his comic does. Um, goes in, finds the woman now dead in his home. Um, and of course, he's going to go kill the beast. What is this note I have? I I must have been falling asleep or something. OJ CD smacks combs. OJ oh C C-D, cellar dweller. OJ? I don't know what the OJ is. OJ CD CD is cellar dweller. I don't know what the okay OJ cellar dweller. Smacks Combs up. I don't know. OG. So Cellar Dweller smacks Combs up, who then lights him on fire, along with the entire house somehow. Yes. Don't know how. But and it was supposed to be through, like, the flammability of his fucking watercolors. <laughs> um, and instead of trying to escape, Jeffrey Combs just stands there in the fire screaming. 
clearly could have escaped and just stands there screaming at the top of his lungs. Um, and then after 15 minutes of credits, the movie starts. Desmond, longest, this movie is an hour and 17 minutes and 17 of those minutes are these credits. A hundred percent. And that is, it is an exaggeration, but it's not because They're very long. when the movie starts, it starts at 17 minutes. And that opening scene was not 10 minutes long. So I think it was at least 10 minutes of credits. These credits are so long. And then, which also pisses me off because he does the end credits. And did you catch what it said? Nah. Above the credits where it says cast, it said, a good cast is worth repeating. Oh, so he does it again? Yes, at the end. And I was like, you know what, motherfucker? It's not worth repeating. (laughs) And get that shit out of the beginning of the fucking movie. Are you fucking kidding me? I would have walked out of the fucking theater. Honestly, when I saw it, I was like, oh, good. Now it will go by fast because, like, you just wasted 30 minutes. We only have an hour left. And it still fucking took forever. (laughs) It was so fucking long. Uh, And we have another cartoonist. She's moving into this fucking cesspool of a cabin. Uh, the taxi, wait a minute. I just thought of something, dude. How's this building still standing? The no, no yeah, it was on fire and it's perfectly fine. It's not that mean like charred. Literally all the rooms are the same. And it's not updated or like, anything. They're like, here's his bedroom and here's his cellar and here's all of his shit. Correct. Including the book that was in the room that yeah. caught fire. I, I meant to say that before we started talking about the, uh, the credits that I'm I was so wondering mad. the same thing. I'm so fucking mad right now. <laughs> I did not pick that up until just now. And I'm literally fuming. I'm fuming. Not really. Uh, <laughs> the taxi driver um, who's driving this artist, you know, he says, oh, there's all sorts of delinquents living there. So you think it's. You didn't know where she like was. A halfway moving. house. Yeah. yeah. And it's an art institute. Which they call an art institute sometimes, and then other times it's like an art colony. And she like interviews to be there at first. There's a board of directors that have chosen her. (laughs) This movie is so fucking unbelievably stupid. It hurts my fucking brain. Um, So she meets uh, Yvonne DiCarlo, who... She once heckled. Who once heckled at a RISD conference at Rhode Island School of Design when she was a young girl and... Yvonne DeCarlo was like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. What a fucking uh, She collects every Cellar Dweller comic, which I guess is a thing. It's what Jeffrey Combs made. Yeah. Um, was making. And she wants to follow, follow in his footsteps. Yeah. Um, so that's why she's here. And Yvonne DeCarlo immediately puts that together. He's like, so you want to just come here because this guy went crazy here and died here. And she says he went crazy and killed himself. Yeah. Yes, which we'll later learn um, our gal does not believe. Right. Uh, so Mrs. Briggs, who is Yvonne DiCarlo's character, she straight up looks at her artwork in the interview and is like, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is trash. I don't want you here. Um, but we have to take you anyway because the board of directors loves you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she starts taking her around and says, you know, no TVs, no phones, it's just all art all the time. Sounds like a fucking nightmare. Honestly, I Sean, can't I think just, of anything I about. just thought, I always do this, I just thought of something that's going to happen in like 30 minutes. It was so fucking unbelievably stupid. I just, I don't want to talk about anything else until then. <laughs> well, what is it? I mean, we can fucking jump around with this episode. Well, no, let's go. Um, all, right, all right. So Mrs. Briggs says it sucks, but shows her all the rooms. 
She says, uh, she goes, hey, there's the room where Colin died, and it's off limits. And literally a second later, the door opens by itself, and the girl just walk, fucking walks in. Uh, she, is, she is actually an asshole. Yeah. The main character. Yeah. She kind of sucks. She's really rude. stuck up yeah. and rude. And she is genuinely, genuinely an asshole. I would call her an asshole if I met her in real life. I mean, not the actor. <laughs> Imagine. I see the actress at a con. Because of Cellar Dweller? <laughs> you made the worst decisions in Cellar Dweller. Well, you're a rude piece of shit. <laughs> Give her the Alec Baldwin speech. You are a rude little pig. <laughs> I'm going to come out there. That, uh, well, first of all, I remember you used to leave that message on people's like, voicemails. And also the fact that now people consider Alec Baldwin like, a beaming hope, <laughs> a beam of hope of like uh, being like civil, liberal, and yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's such a fuck piece out, of shit. Baldwin. He's such a piece of shit. Your mother, you're acting just like your mother, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Calling his daughter a pig. Ugh. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I did leave that on people's. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, it was just so absurd. Um, so that was uh, that was that era when that was happening all the time because like David Hasselhoff would like cell phone voicemails yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get drunk and eat hamburgers and yell, <laughs> yell at their kids for some reason it was so <laughs> what weird. a time what a time to be alive <laughs> it really is and it's so funny because you know people now think social media they're like don't put stuff on social media you don't want people to see and acting like this is a new problem but really it, as soon as cell phones came about it was just rich celebrities were the only ones getting caught because they right. they had cell phones yes that's true <laughs> and it was all their own family members leaking leaking because they were i mean that's so insane to say to your daughter <laughs> so and the Hasselhoff video is uh, Shirtless. <laughs> it's the most disgusting. The fact that these guys still have careers is like a miracle. My yeah. Dude, has all of shirtless eating a hamburger. <laughs> Disrespecting his daughter. Dude, like you can't even like imagine. Just imagine. I mean, you have a daughter now. Yeah. Can you imagine just being mean to her? Just getting drunk and being like, hey. At, at this age? Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> She's just like, in her rocker. <laughs> smearing hamburgers all over me. <laughs> Fat stomach. <laughs> She's just laying in her crib staring at you. You pig. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? We'll go home and do that. <laughs> See what happens. It would be so funny. <laughs> yeah, you end up like me. Um, that, that's what I did. That's what that's what got me into this mess. Um, so cellar dweller. Cellar dweller. Uh, we get a vision of a zombie with an axe killing a woman. It's the same shot. Like From, 20 times in a row, like because he's smashing a yeah. statue, and it's it's kind of the same thing Jeffrey Combs, yeah, was envisioning. Um, but now his new artiste is seeing it, which also really doesn't matter. Nah. Um, we meet Lisa and Philip, yeah. Did you used to watch Head of the Class? No, I don't think so. Uh, Tina watches three runs, <laughs> <laughs> that guy's from that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he's also in Bud the Chud. He looks like a chud. He is the biggest <laughs> underbite I've ever seen in my life. It's not that bad. Dude, come on. That is the worst. He looks like a chud. He literally looks like a fucking dinosaur. Stop. I've never seen an underbite like that in my <laughs> life. And I have two dogs with underbites. To bred to have underbites. And this motherfucker, this motherfucker's teeth. It's like a cartoon. Okay. I'm just saying. I respectfully disagree. Philip is disgusting. I'd fuck. Um, 
Fuck. <laughs> uh, I think this is supposed to be a romantic scene, but it's just deranged because Philip is just being the biggest creep of all time, staring at her and just bizarre. Um, he ends up going to her room afterwards after they meet these two. They're, they're artists and they'll play a part in the story. Again, these, the backstories are so unnecessary. And so fucking boring. Yes. I, I don't give a shit. Uh, he goes into her room and is immediately like, huh, aren't you too old for comics? Like, dude. Yeah. You know, like, I'm a, I'm a guy that respects artists and art. But, you know, like, how can an artist, like, that guy was drawing, that guy drew, like, dog shit. Like, <laughs> you, like, what do they call it? Um, when it's nothing. But he's like, that's a represent Abstract. abstract. Yeah. He draws abstract art, this guy, Philip. To make fun of comic books, get get fucking bent, buddy. Like, you're a fucking asshole. Um, but he goes into her room, makes fun of her, and that's how he flirts with her. <laughs> and he tells her, you know, they have this gallery thing every night, um, and they critique everyone's shit. And uh, so they have to go down there to do that for one of the girls' art. Or no, it's his stuff. Yeah. It's his stuff that they're going to go down there and judge. Um, Miss Miss. Bliss, Miss Briggs is oh, a piece of shit. She she hates Philip, too. So she's just shitting on his artwork. And Lisa's like, oh, I think it's great. And then a guy runs in with a fucking a gun. gun. Dude, this scene is so stupid. I've never been more angry at a scene. And, and he's holding it to what the girl's head. Everyone's screaming at the top of their lungs. And, she's, and then our main character's like... He's not going to do it. He's bluffing. And the guy's like, oh, yeah? And she's like, yeah, you just fire. He fires. He didn't fire anything. No, he shoots once. Okay, he shoots once. Yeah. Yeah, right. He shoots once. She's like, that gun holds six bullets. You shot once, which means there's five empty. Why would you assume there's five blanks in there and not five more bullets? And the guy's like, hmm, very well. You passed. <laughs> it was so fucking bizarre. And he, it, it was so fucking weird. It was so fucking stupid. And the guy's like, that's all part of my scene. He still fired a live round <laughs> in a house full of people. And everyone else was a little annoyed at Whitney they're like, come on, that's what he does. We were just playing around with it. Like, they encourage his behavior. He should be in jail. That's a felony. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, everyone was a little bit upset. Also, what is that guy? I think because he turns into a fucking, like, Humphrey Bogart in the Maltese Falcon <laughs> after. It's like a film noir detective. Dude, I literally wrote that. <laughs> He's I sitting there, like, drinking whiskey, like, hmm, see? I, so my, I think... I think what he is is a, a writer, and then when he gets a writer's block, he starts acting out the novel, and then and because then he's like, I've got my next scene, and then like scampers away. I hate him, and that's why Miss Briggs was like, Why would you do that, Whitney? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, everyone's screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> oh, speaking of which. You hear somebody screaming at the top of their lungs outside like they're being brutally murdered. And Whitney goes outside and it's just some idiot assholes screaming at like the sky. And she's like, oh, it's like good for my vocal cords. I just like to do this. That's <laughs> how I get stressed. She's like, I guess I should probably stop doing this until you get... Fucking hollering at the moon. Could you imagine... I, I can't even That's tell. the scene I wanted to talk about. I would That's move, so stupid. I would move the fuck out That's, so fast. Dude, she's screaming. I would literally call a cab that, in that moment. Like, there's so many outside in the parking lot right now. Screaming. And you go, you go outside and they're like, I'm just uh, relaxing. You're like, what the fuck? 
Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You're not used to this. I I come out here and scream. <laughs> uh, what is it was so, it's so stupid? Dumb. It was so fucking dumb. And we also meet Amanda, who uh, is a videographer, mm. making video art, cutting edge video art. She's a real piece of shit too. Who actually knows Whitney and like walks up to Whitney and is like, "Been a long time, Whitney." And Whitney's like, "Not long enough." <laughs> Uh, and then they make fun of each other's art for a spell, which again, don't give a fuck. Yep. L- literally don't give a shit. And then my note after that is some things happen. Because that's, that's what that is. It's just like I have that multiple times, yeah. Um, Amanda goes up to Miss Briggs, though, and is like, what the hell is she doing here? Miss Briggs tells her the board of directors fell in love with her. We'll have to do something about that, won't we? You bet. So... There's going to be a plot to get Whitney out of here. Unfortunately, there really is no plot. So the plot is fucking terrible. (laughs) Um, So Whitney starts having visions of the cabin burning down like Colin had. Uh, Wakes up screaming from what she thinks is Colin's room. But, oh, I told, then that's where you said, you know, she goes outside to hear the screams. She had a dream with screaming in it. Or we thought the screaming was in the dream, but it was actually this fucking moron outside just screaming at the moon. Yeah. it's revealed that Amanda and Whitney have issues from college when Whitney got more attention than Amanda. Can you think of a less interesting backstory? Like, at least, like, have, like, a, a mutual lover or something? Or, yeah, I stole her boyfriend or... Plagiarized her artwork. Play, do anything, anything besides, well, got she more got attention. more attention. Which is, like, subjective and you just assumed. <laughs> And well, the worst part is it, it's not even Whitney's not even playing like, listen, like I didn't even get that much more attention. Like, I can't help it. I was just making my art and they loved it. I did not want to step on Amanda's toes. She is literally saying things like, <laughs> like, they just loved me more, I guess. And like smiling, like, like I put that bitch out on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm Amanda, I'm probably going to be a little bit pissed if that's your fucking attitude about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking asshole. Um. So, um, yeah, I've never cared about a story less than this. So (laughs) Whitney's a fucking asshole. She starts wandering around the cellar. Philip shows up and is like, why are you down here? Um, And somehow Philip is the only person in this house that doesn't know about the comic book artist (laughs) that died. (laughs) Every single character has been like, oh, you're in old Colin's room? Here it's haunted. Here's ghost wanders around here, killed himself. Which it doesn't. No. And Philip's like, what, what is this room? <laughs> Only guy that doesn't know what's fucking going on. Um, Whitney doesn't believe the stories, though, because she's just a fucking idiot. Doesn't believe the Colin stories. Mm-hmm. Um, then Whitney finds a locked crate and breaks into it because, again, she's a fucking asshole. She's like, hey, this is his old crate. I'm going to break into it. And After again, she was told not to be in there. Yeah. And again, whoa, why does this crate even exist? Everything was lit on fire. That's a very fair point. She finds a satanic Bible in there, though. And, of course, reads the exact same verse (laughs) that Philip does, or uh, Colin did. And Philip, who, honestly, if somebody picked that up and read that, I'd be like, okay, whatever. And Philip was like, I'm out of here. This is too spooky for me. (laughs) All right, Philip. Um, Whitney then pitches to Mrs. Briggs that she, uh, she wants to work in the basement to get inspired, just like Colin did. And for some reason, Miss Briggs agrees to it. Um, and then the big plan between Miss Briggs 
and Amanda is revealed and it literally makes no sense whatsoever. Amanda is filming her from outside the house through a window and then somehow she's like editing the video right to say that she was plagiarizing artwork. I've never heard of a more convoluted plan in my life, especially because that girl could be like, okay, well, I'm going to draw something else that looks exactly like that right now. And also, she kind of is plagiarizing artwork. She's just making Cellar Dweller comic. Right. That's exactly what she's doing. So, honestly, this art camp should probably kick her out. It's so fucking weird. Miss Briggs is actually right. She's just a derivative artist. All she wants to do is just make Colin's comic again. An asshole. What she does. Yes, it's literally what she does. Um, also, did you notice how bad Whitney's drawings are <laughs> when she's drawing them? And then all of a sudden it cuts and it cuts back and the drawings like this beautiful art. <laughs> Those are not Com- beautiful. Did you see the monster? Yeah. It's not beautiful. I mean, it's better than her. Dude, there's a scene Shut where it. she's drawing and she's just drawing dots. She's just. <laughs> <laughs> so James draws better monsters than. Uh, I would I would actually agree with that. <laughs> um. And uh, so she's drawing this shitty stuff. And then she signs her name in the biggest, ugliest third grade level cursive I've ever seen in my life. And Cellar Dweller is born. Again. Yeah. Yeah. But disappears. <laughs> <laughs> he, he appears and then is like, uh, peace out, which I didn't know was one of his powers. So Amanda comes down. Stairs. Um. Well, so Amanda Amanda comes downstairs. She starts snooping around, trying to, I don't even know what. I guess she's trying to steal her artwork or whatever. And then Whitney comes down, catches a red heart hand. And they start fighting about art school again, but Amanda steals this artwork and gets away. Um, and that's when she starts claiming that Whitney plagiarized artwork, which, again, I don't know what the video was for. I don't understand anything about this right now. Yeah. And a cellar dweller appeared and then disappeared. And then cellar dweller comes back. <laughs> And kills Amanda. But that is because Whitney drew a comic strip where a cellar dweller killed Amanda. Right. All right. Why is she drawing that? I don't know. And also drew her slipping on a banana peel. <laughs> Remember when we made fun of yes. that, that trope and like 100 people were like, I've almost died oh slipping God. on a banana oh peel. <laughs> Dude, we never addressed that on the show yet. We had that one episode where we talked about banana peels and how stupid it is. So many messages. <laughs> Literally <laughs> dozens. Yeah. Dozens of messages of people being like, actually, I slipped on a... What the fuck are you people doing? (laughs) I don't even think I've ever seen a banana peel on the ground, let alone slipped on one. It was amazing. That was like one of my favorite things where people... So many. Like a deluge. Like it was just nonstop. Um, It was amazing. It was so amazing. Um, So... Amanda gets got and eaten. Yeah, blood's being thrown all over the yeah. walls. Yeah. It's pretty gruesome. Um, and literally Amanda puts little to no effort into fighting back. She just gets taken. Um, Phil is still sexually harassing Whitney, so that's going on. Um, and then at the breakfast table, Miss Briggs is really worried about Amanda. She hasn't seen her in a while. <laughs> oh, and we should mention our fucking detective, the guy's writing a book or whatever. 
while Amanda and Whitney are fighting downstairs, is like smoking a cigar upstairs, <laughs> listening to them fight, and ta- taking notes. He's like, I got a funny feeling Amanda won't be around much longer. <laughs> Which is a weird thing to think. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you really felt that way, you, you should go- probably prevent, yeah, like, you should call the police. <laughs> and instead, he just runs away to take more notes. <laughs> And hide in the shadows. Um, it's uh, that, that makes me that cracks me up so bad. Um, it's so funny. So they're at the breakfast table. They still can't find Amanda, and this guy is still pretending to be a cop. Yeah, and he's like asking people. He's like, "So, what do you know about Winnie and Amanda?" And Phil's like, uh, "I don't know. I don't. I don't think she cares if she ever sees that bitch again, or whatever. Or no, I think Whitney's like, "I don't care if I see that bitch again," and leaves. He's like, huh, he really doesn't like that bitch. <laughs> and then he starts asking about Whitney hating Amanda, and Phil's like, huh, you should have seen the comic she drew of, uh, of Amanda. And the guy's like, well, what about it? And he's like, I can't tell you. <laughs> so, of course, um, this is where we get the Nor, the, the classic. It's playing jazz music, and he's like, through my findings, I'm, I'm thinking Amanda and Whitney are having a falling out of sorts. Also, he was just listening to them having a falling out. It was so weird. It was so weird. Um, it was so fucking weird. So the guy ends up sneaking out during one of the art sessions, which is super weird because there's only four people. And, and it's like an interpretive it's, dance. And he's just standing by the door. Girl dancing with a knife. Just... Open, he just opens the door and leaves. Everyone would have seen him. <laughs> He's just a big old guy, oldest guy in the house. Um, and he goes down, finds the cartoons, and he also finds the video saying she's a plagiarist. He's like, son of a bitch, she killed her out of revenge. But then in the video, you see, you see the, the monster dweller, and he's just staring at it. <laughs> and not uh, in awe, just like, huh. just like, hmm, all right. All right, got a cellar dweller killing Amanda here. Yeah, he, he this guy is not shocked whatsoever. And then a cellar dweller comes up behind him and knocks. <laughs> it doesn't, so this guy gets decapitated by the cellar dweller. The cellar dweller doesn't cut his head off. It doesn't tear his head off. It's just like paw, it's a big paw just swipes it's, it. It's the Jason decapitation. And it comes off so smooth. It's the Jason decapitation from Manhattan. Like, it's just blunt force that somehow rips the head off yeah. the shoulders, which... Is insane. Um, so he's dead too. And then we see the artwork that drew this guy dying, but Whitney did not draw it. No. So that's not all. That will never be explained. So <laughs> don't worry. Um, although I do think I have an explanation that they may have cut out, but I don't know. Uh, so Philip. You think they made edits? <laughs> you think something was left on the director's board? <laughs> left on the cutting room floor. I hate to leave this out, but we got to get that one minute, 17, <laughs> one, one hour, hour 17. 17. Uh, <laughs> Philip, uh, you know, Philip says her latest masterpiece was really intense. She's like, what masterpiece? She didn't draw it. Um, we get a girl in the shower and Amanda or uh, Whitney goes and looks at this new piece of artwork that has appeared. And it's Cellar Dweller eating that girl Lisa in the shower. And Whitney's like, we gotta go save her. Uh, but Whitney, uh, er, I mean, Lisa's Lisa's dead. <laughs> Lisa gets eaten alive. Um, but Whitney somehow figures everything out. 
she's like, oh, I know what we need to do. We need to destroy everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know how she came to that conclusion. And the kid says he's going to give the thing diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that. Oh, is that already here? Oh, my God. This movie is so weird. Um, So. (sighs) This movie's almost over, Sean. I know. So Philip. So she goes to destroy, she's going to destroy her comic book, which should be a no brainer, but she's kind of just standing there. Like, I don't know if I should light my comic book on fire. Your comic book sucks. And it brought evil to this planet. (laughs) Yeah, Just fucking kill it. Uh, But the cellar door pops out of the pages, knocks Philip and her to the ground. Um, She runs up. I think that's where they kill Philip. They eat Philip there. She runs up to Mrs. Briggs to tell her Mrs. Briggs goes i've been going through a lot of changes <laughs> and then she turns into the monster <laughs> she turns into a fucking full cellar dweller. why is the cellar dweller hiding as mrs briggs i don't know <laughs> why wouldn't it just be the cellar dweller like it was in every other scene and who again who's drawing it here's what i think was going to happen i think mrs Briggs. i i thought that we were going to learn that mrs briggs was drawing these other pages to kill the other kids okay but then i think they were they realized None of this makes sense. And let's just chop that out and make Mrs. Briggs a, a cellar dweller. Oh, well, at least they went for the sense route. Because the way Mrs. Briggs is talking to her at first, it seemed like she was going to reveal that she was the one drawing the pages. Okay. Because where are these other drawings? I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. But then that's not what happened. It's not. She just turns into a cellar dweller <laughs> for some reason, which is also ah, it's just so fucking weird. Which, where would she come from then? That's what I don't know. Because somebody would have had to draw. Was she there the whole time, Mrs. Briggs? Like, was she ever Mrs. Briggs? Yeah. Somebody would have had to draw Mrs. Briggs turning into a cellar dweller. Right. That's what I'm saying. So why is she a cellar dweller? Because somebody drew it. No, nobody drew it though. But but, and what happens? uh, We never learn that part of the story. We don't know who's drawing any of these pages. That right, right. So it's stupid. (laughs) Is what we're saying. So um, (laughs) making me nauseous. Yeah. So cellar dweller get get. Cellar dwellers got her. More pages magically appear. And I think they're illustrating Whitney's death. I don't know. But she starts throwing shit at the cellar dweller. And then accidentally spills white out all, <laughs> all over the comic book. Yeah. And it kills the cellar dweller. Because <laughs> the white out got they, on like, the cellar. They, like froze him and he disappears. Because the white deleting that page. Yes. <laughs> and then... She's like, oh, this is working. And she's throwing it like holy water. Like you're like exercising a demon. <laughs> All over it. Yeah. And it's eliminating cellar dwellers. Um, but then there's this really trippy part. Because then she's like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just draw all my friends back to life. Yeah. So that's a super, that that actually fucked with my head a little bit. Because I was like, are these even her friends? These are just fake drawings that she made that right. came back to life. Like they're not her friends, which is also weird because she brings them back to life, but then they have a cellar dweller chained up. And that's when Phil's like, I'm going to give it diarrhea. I don't know. Oh, that's when he says that. Yeah. Why is my note? Maybe. I. Oh wait. He says Mrs. Briggs gave her diarrhea. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, oh, Amanda gave her diarrhea. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but she's like kind of playing fucking God by bringing all these people back to life. She, oh, yeah. she literally draws everyone back to life. And she thinks every – and this is so fucking weird because they run upstairs. There's a cellar dweller chained up in the basement. I don't know why. Uh, and they run upstairs and they're like, oh, my God, everyone's back to life. This is so perfect. 
Then they go back downstairs and she's like, okay, now we can burn all the pages. And she's obviously burning the pages that include her pictures of her friends. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's what happens. All of her friends die a fiery death. <laughs> we literally see all of her friends like, ah, like in agony. And she's like, no, no. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. So everyone's dead. Yep. Cellar dwellers, friends, friends. everyone's fucking dead. <laughs> and then she hears her rumble. And she looks over, and there's another picture of a fucking cellar dweller on, like, on this stand. And uh, he grabs her. And that's the end. That's the end. That's the end. <laughs> Actually, not, saying this out loud, mm -hmm. I would say that anyone gave this four stars or above <laughs> should probably be executed. Extreme, but fair. And I agree. <laughs> I mean, what would you rate this? Fair. What's this saying? Like fair, firm but fair. <laughs> Tough of it. Yeah. Tough of, uh, what would I rate this? Yeah. I honestly don't know. A one, one and a half. Because it's maybe because it's the eighties, and I mean, it's a one. Some guy's head got caught off. Yeah, it's yeah. a one, man. It's really bad. It may be a half star for that head scene. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. Ooh, I just got the chills. <laughs> it's really not good when you break it down. I, I mean, the story makes no sense. You don't need to break it down. It's just not good. <laughs> Who's drawing the pages? I don't know. And the cellar dweller sucks. The cellar dweller. He looks like an idiot, and he barely does anything. He has no neck. <laughs> he does nothing. How many scenes did we have to see of him eating that like pork chop? <laughs> <laughs> He's just a lummox. He's a total lummox. How who, long is this episode? Who would win in a fight? Pretty short, 43 minutes so far. Who would win in a fight, Paul or, or Celador? Ooh. Ooh. Paul is allowed one giant log <laughs> to hurl at his head. Uh, Paul. I think Paul <laughs> Dude, might no, be no. Kill a Paul would do the old uh, Paul in college tactic and just punch himself in his own face until the cellar dweller <laughs> was like, well, I'm not going to fuck with this guy. Dude, <laughs> Which is what he did at work. a party. It would work. It would 100% work. Yeah, no, I, I've watched it work. <laughs> I've watched it be effective. Cellar dweller would walk away. Even a monster would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah. No, I've, it's effective. Yeah, Paul did that to a human at a party. He just punched himself. Yeah, Paul. no, he did. Paul didn't punch a human. No, he punched no, him, Paul. Yeah, Paul punched Paul. A human, <laughs> a human approached Paul to fight, and Paul started punching, <laughs> punching himself, <laughs> punching himself in the face as hard as he could. No, it was very hard. Yeah, it was impressive. <laughs> that's so crazy. That's, that's, that's not the first time I've seen him do it. That is that is second to fighting a naked guy. A naked guy looking to fight is the number one crazy thing I wouldn't fuck with. The second some guy punching himself in the face as hard as possible. I, you know what? I've seen enough. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. That, that's pretty much how it went down. It was awesome. It was that asshole, right? Yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I wish Paul punched him in the face. There's so many people punched him in the face. If I could go the back. <laughs> they did. He wants all his teeth knocked out. Uh, well... That's it for this episode. We get to pick movies, though. Yeah. Let's pick some movies, eh? So where are we? Um, are, are we still 
on Patreon, or are we doing the Hurricane ones? Oh, yeah, we're still on Patreon. I, I, I threw in a Hurricane one last time. I think we should do another one, though. Um, so we did saw, man, we are so far down the list. It's fucking crazy. Crazy. Um, uh, so actually, uh, we got Andrew G. One week. It's one week. Next week. One week since you looked at me. Uh, Detention, 2011. Don't know if that's available anywhere. I don't know if either of these are available anywhere. So do your best, gang. Um, and then, dude, we are like, no, we're not close. Um, and then, oh shit, Ravenous from 1999. I know nothing about these films. I know about Detention. I don't. I, don't, I haven't seen Ravenous. I'm interested. I'm 99 horror, huh? <laughs> should be fun i know it'll be great it'll be great uh let's see what else we got coming up in the future we got uh dream catchers alone in the dark the 1980 film yeah oh my god i can't wait that's uh from our buddy bryant uh jason goes to hell just watched it I'm excited don't be i remember even as a kid kids loved jason Mm-hmm. No matter what, you could put those. Kids love on. Jason goes to hell just based off title. Well, yeah, and the cover and the boobs and the fact that Jason's not in it. It is the worst movie. I remember as a kid even being like, "This movie is dog shit," <laughs> and you only watched it for the end. Mm-hmm. Um, House on Sorority Row coming up. Uh huh. Uh huh. Death Spa. <laughs> <laughs> How come we didn't do that with with uh, deathbed? Yeah, <laughs> death spot, deathbed. Uh, we've got some other ones. Silent Hill Revelations. Have you ever seen the Silent Hill movies? The first one. It's a lot of walking around and talking. That Pyramid. First one. Yeah, <laughs> there sure is. Nine seven six Evil Two. <sighs> Wonderful. Not the first one though, but I would like to see the first one. Um. There's some good ones. Killdozer. Have you ever seen Killdozer? I have. Dude, I have not. And all, dude, it's one of those movies that I've been like, I need to see that. I, I've seen the pictures online and been like, this looks so fucking unbelievably stupid that I need to see. And there's like 10 of them. Yeah. It's it, Killdozer is. Can a we just do a Killdozer marathon? Please, no. <laughs> okay. Oh man, there's some good ones. I'm excited. I'm excited. There's a lot of good stuff. Somebody, somebody recommended Nudist Colony of the Dead. I would watch it. <laughs> I can't wait till you watch it. And you're like, I can't talk about this. <laughs> it's literally just a nudist colony. Oh, and then this dude recommended all mockbusters, which I'm excited. What's that? Those are like those movies that Blockbuster used to make that ripped off major Hollywood blockbusters mm. just to catch in on the train. Yes. The hype train. Like, yeah. Like snakes bad. on a train. It's bad. Yes. If snakes on a plane were a Hollywood blockbuster, <laughs> then snakes on a train would yes be the mockbuster. Um, all right, and that's it, guys. So, quick episode, huh? Hey. They all can't be. Uh, well, so so what? Fifty minutes? Yeah, I think so. That's plenty of time. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so that's it. Yeah. Thank you. you all so much. <laughs> if you want to support the show, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to support us. Um, you can find us at uh, facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter at I hate horror show and Instagram and Snapchat at I hate horror. Matt Joe V421, Boogdish1985, and Horror Show Joe. That's it, guys. 
detention next week. See you out there. Yeah. All right. For Joe, this is Sean. Stay with Thank you. Adios. Kill her.